Second hour on a Friday, Cattles and Rami, Sacktown Sports. So uh, the Grizzlies suspended John Morant on May 14th, Rami. May 14th, two or three weeks ago. And uh, we had not Sounds really. Like so long ago. Yeah, we, we really I'm, hadn't heard from the NBA regarding John Morant, right? Like the Grizzlies came out and said they were going to suspend him from the facilities, which means, you know, nothing during the offseason. Right. Just means he, he can't show up to the gym. Uh, but that came out, and then it was radio silence from the league. Until yesterday, Adam Silver, as he usually does before the finals, met with the media. And uh, here's what Silver had to say about John Morant and the entire situation. So in, in, in assessing um, what discipline is appropriate, if that's the case, um, we look at both the history of prior acts, but then we look at the individual player's history as well. And so that, and and the seriousness, of course, of the conduct. So those are all things that get factored. Um, it's it's not an exact science. It comes down to judgment at the end of the day, um, on the part of me and my colleagues in the league office. In terms of the timing, um, we've uncovered a fair amount um, of additional information. I think since I was still asked about the situation. I would say we probably could have brought it to a head now, but we made the decision, and I, and I believe the Players Association agrees with us, that it would be unfair to these players and these teams um, in the middle of the series to announce the results of that investigation. And given that we're, of course, in the offseason, he has now been suspended um, by, his, by the Memphis Grizzlies indefinitely, and so nothing is, would have changed anyway in the next few weeks. I, it, it seemed better to park um, that at the moment, at least any public announcement, and my sense now is that shortly after the conclusion of the finals, we, we will announce the outcome of that investigation. What's your read on that? First of all, eyebrow-raising. That he, that he would tell us that they've uncovered additional information, and it sounds like it's additional information that is, uh, let us say, not good. Yeah. For for John Morant, certainly and seems that way. It it does that that he would even that he would even let us in on that. Nick, to me, is is surprising. You you don't hear a commissioner or somebody in in a position like that just just let that slip, so to speak, before you're actually going to do something about it. You know what I mean? Usually you'd go to the announcement where you're announcing the discipline for John Morant and go, we've uncovered some additional information, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The fact that he's saying this potentially three weeks yeah, before, before we're even going to find out what this information is, what are the repercussions or, 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 or consequences for these actions that they've uncovered it that that raised an eyebrow for me for sure and not, now i'm just sitting here going what is it what what don't we know yet about john morant because we already know and so are journalists by the so way so much yes if you're a journalist and you hear that from the commissioner you're like immediately thinking i got to go digging yes there there's something else out there that has not been uncovered because we you know we've talked about the whole confrontation with he and the 17 year old where they you know, beat up a 17-year-old at his house, and then John Pulled came out with him, a gun. Allegedly. Um, and the whole shoe store, the shoe store thing, uh, allegedly, where Josh showed up with like eight or nine people. 
mm-hmm. because his mom was upset at a shoe store don't in forget, like a mall. Don't forget the lasers that may or may not have yeah, been guns allegedly lasers, pointed at the Pacers bus. The two social media videos with guns in them. There's more? I mean, he's racking them up. There's more than this? Yeah. So when I heard that from Silver yesterday, I thought to myself that you and I were right. Initially, when we found out uh, that the Grizzlies had suspended him and, and we saw that second video, the league's going to drop the hammer on Ja. I, I, it's all but official. If they weren't going to drop the hammer on him, they would have already announced it. The reason why you wait to announce it is because it's going to be big news. And you don't want to take away from the finals, which is Adam Silver's point. Look, if I come out and I announce we're going to suspend John Morant for 25, 50 games, now he's the story, and it takes away from what we want you to see on the floor. We want your focus on the Nuggets and the Heat and what we have as the best in the NBA versus off-the-floor gun garbage with one of our young superstars. So the more intel concerns me, the tone from Silver concerns me. He was obviously very serious, very sober, in saying what he said yesterday, the fact that they looped in the PA tells me as well because they had to go to the NBA Players Association, likely give them this new information they Mm -hmm. found, and had to kind of bounce it off of the Players Association because they're not going to come out with something like this, Rami, with a guy like Ja, who's very popular who, you know, young superstar is the the dude in that city of Memphis, right? He gave life to that franchise. They're not going to come out heavy-handed without pretty much the consent from the association side, from the players' association side. So the fact that they talk to them, and, you know, I, I just think you roll all that up, and I think you're looking at least for 25 games, at least 25 games Nick, for Josh. Before this stuff, before these comments from, from Adam Silver, we had heard a couple weeks ago that that half a season was was in the cards and something that, that people in the league and maybe some other owners around the league were pushing for. So maybe, maybe there's been stuff being circulated in NBA circles for a couple weeks now yeah. about what this is yeah. and the seriousness of it. I still go back to saying what I've been saying throughout this. I'm rooting for John Morant. And until he does something where there is no turning back, and I don't think he's done anything where there is no turning back. Not that we know. Right. I'm I'm rooting for the 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 reform, rehabilitation, whatever you want to call it, getting John Morant back on track for his good, for the NBA's good, for mine and your good as NBA fans who want to see the best players in the world do what they do. But man, if there is more, again, on top of of at least five incidents that we just reeled off off the top of our head, Nick. Just easily, just easily just reeled off off the top of our head five incidents here in the past couple of years. At some point, as a league and from a PR standpoint, just from a PR standpoint, you almost have no choice but to drop some sort of hammer to say this is something that we're not going to put up with. You know what I mean? Another part of this, and I agree with you, obviously, for the young man at – I hope he gets better advice. I hope he gets you know better counsel around him. I hope he figures it out. If it if he needs help, I hope he gets the help that he needs. If this is a mental health situation, whatever's going on, we hope that certainly you know a young man who's you know in his early twenties is able to kind of put himself back on the right path here. I wonder too, you know, what were the conversations like? 
between Ja and Adam Silver and the Players Association the first time around. Because if if Adam Silver, as the commissioner said, look, Ja, we know what's out there right now. Is there anything else that we need to know? Is there anything else that the Players Association needs to know or the league needs to know? Is there anything else that's going to, you know, are there any more surprises coming around the corner? And if Ja looked them in the eye and said no, and then they did find out that there were other things that Ja did not share with them, that would be something else that I think would drive the league crazy. Like, hey, look, man, we slapped you on the wrist the first time around, and we sat down with you, and you said you had this all figured out. Then you go on social media and do what you did, and on top of that, you told us that there weren't any more surprises coming, Mm -hmm. and then we found out this, this, and this happened. That would also, I think, stoke the flames. Remember when this most recent video came up, and, and Adam Silver released a statement then. I think he talked to Malika Andrews on ESPN. He said, I was shocked. He seemed very sincere ab- ab- about all this when, when we talked about it back in whenever it was that the first video of him dancing with his gun came out. And, man, th- if, there's, if there's one thing that people in positions of power absolutely do not like, Nick, it's being lied to and being made a fool of. Yep. And, and that's what I mean that at, at some point – Adam Silver almost has to drop the hammer on John Morant just for for lying to his face and yeah. and and yep. in a, in a way making a fool of him for slapping him on the wrist and believing him when he says, "Look, man, I'm sorry. I I know I messed up and I got to be better." And especially if if they asked him, "Is there more? Is there more we need to know?" And he was like, "No, I swear that that's it. Yeah, we're good. Don't worry about it." If if he lied right to Adam Silver's face, that that just makes. Remember when Roger Goodell said about the Saints, "The cover up is worse than the crime." Yeah, that that's what this is, right? Yeah. If they uncovered more, that's Adam Silver saying the cover up is worse than the crime. Why do we have to keep chasing you around and wondering how much trouble you're getting into? And that also goes back to the advice, the people that represent Ja, the people that are around him right now. You know, if it. If he did hide anything from the NBA, if you have the right people around you, they would say, look, Ja, you're going to get off kind of easy here. Just just be truthful and transparent with the league. Don't screw around. And if he did screw around, he got bad advice. Still unanswered questions, though, Rami. Like, we, we don't know if he's going to have to go get help as part of a suspension. We don't know if this is going to be like a – is the NBA going to levy kind of a three strikes against him? Is it going to be like, hey, look, man, this is strike two. Strike three, we can get you out of the league. Like, what's that next step for the league? I mean, is this strike is this strike two or is this strike five? Like, what do they consider strike one? I would have to go with the first punishment, right? <laughs> okay. Like, that's strike one. <laughs> to me, this would be strike two. And you wonder for Memphis, what's the contract look like? Do they have outs? Mm-hmm. What are they thinking? So mm-hmm. there's a lot more to this story. All right, the Athletics' Mike Sando joins us to discuss Jimmy G and the rest of the NFL in 90 seconds. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. All right, joining us right now on the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline, Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop, is Mike Sando from The Athletic. Mike, thanks for the time. It's appreciated, as always, my friend. Uh, is there any tangible and or logical reason to feel good about Jimmy G's future as a Raider? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's going to play for them. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think this is like a career-ending injury or something. But I do feel like they – probably got less talent in the quarterback position this offseason when you look at, you know, having Carr and Sidham going to Jimmy G coming off injury and Brian Hoyer. I mean, you'd, you'd probably take the 
what was behind door number one most of the time. Right. So, you know, I think Garoppolo serves a specific purpose for them in, in that they're rolling with Josh McDaniels and he wants to do things a certain way that not everybody, that isn't the easy way. And so you bring in somebody who's going to kind of be an ambassador for that. I think that's what the Jimmy Garoppolo signing is. Some folks have expressed dismay or or at least confusion over what the Raiders have done this offseason, including Devontae yeah. Adams in some comments. Do you see the vision or the plan? No, I, I agree. I agree that, that some of the things are hard to justify. You know, when you look at who some of the more talented players have been on the team, uh, you know, I think Darren Waller would be part of that. So, and Derek Carr would be too. So, you know, the way they handled getting out of the car situation made them not get anything in return for him. And then they didn't end up, you know, getting whoever Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. So there wasn't a clear upgrade. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's on his best day, probably Derek Carr, right? So, you know, there's not a whole lot of, you wouldn't just say on paper that they've gained a lot. Now, they're probably trying to get certain types of people on the roster. It's just a little bit of a dangerous game to play because uh, really your job as a coach is to get the most talented guys and get the most talent out of them. Mike Sando with us here on Cattles and Rami, Sacktown Sports on this Friday. Let's jump to the 49ers, Mike. Uh, what have you made of how the 49ers have handled their quarterback room this offseason with uh, bringing in Sam Darnold? And, boy, there's a, there's a lot of talk about how Darnold could be great. There's a lot of talk about how Trey Lance is, is coming back around. A lot of positivity, Mike. I feel like they think and probably have proven they have a pretty high floor uh, for for the quarterback play in San Francisco, partly because of the offense they run. Right. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan's track record, really good weapons there. So I don't think they're as worried about that position as uh, a lot of people would be. Um, you know, they probably feel like they probably feel like they can win, not with anybody, but I mean, Brock Purdy's coming close to that, right? I mean, he was such a late draft pick no one was talking about them so they, they it's possible they're overestimating their ability to go far and win it all uh with what they have at the position but if anyone's going to get more out of guys than they should it's probably them and they've proven that who do you think of those three quarterbacks has the highest ceiling or gives that offense the highest ceiling well we can't at all project on uh you know, on Trey Lance, I mean, he just hasn't done anything. So mm-hmm. you'd probably you'd probably say Purdy until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sam Darnold's played a ton, and he has to just prove that he can be a viable player. You, whatever they got from him would be a great bonus. And if he were to re, you know, rekindle his career, great. But you can't you can't bank on that. So you'd have, just have to say, hey, it was a pretty good thing they had going with Purdy, and you'd like to see more of that. Uh, the ceiling stuff is just. You know, what does that mean when you don't know what Trey Lance can even do? I mean, I guess his ceiling's unlimited because he's only played two games, right? Or, right? It's a dangerous game to me to just project because we haven't seen a guy play a lot that he could be amazing. Mike Sando with us on the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Mike, let's jump to DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, the Cardinals released him this week. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he lands? I think that's a function of how much. I think there's going to be a period of adjustment for him because uh, he probably regards himself based on his production. as one of the very best receivers in the league and the league isn't going to pay him that. Hmm. And the biggest problem for teams right now was probably the deal that or that OBJ got from yep. Baltimore. Yep. 
Ravens were desperate and they were buying a name. They were overpaying because they were trying to get Lamar Jackson signed and they wanted to send a signal to their locker room and their quarterback. They were serious and they gave him $15 million a year, which is more than you thought he would get. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, it's hard to take a lot less than that, isn't it? Uh, because you feel like you're better than that. Justifiably so. There could be a little bit of a waiting game there uh, for some of these teams. Uh, I I think there's a couple good fit teams for him. I mean, obviously the best teams in the league would love to add him, and we, so we've seen Kansas City and Buffalo. But I think a team like Detroit would be interesting uh, because they had lost, they had traded away Hawkinson, their tight end, and they, you know, could use a guy. Now I don't know if he fits the Dan Campbell mold and program. Probably the price determines that. Another interesting team could be Miami, just because they have great speed, but they don't really have that type of a uh, move the chains guy uh, who would be very dangerous, especially with all the attention going to Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle. So those are teams you haven't probably heard mentioned a lot. It could be interesting. And and we heard only two teams. I think it was Kansas City and Buffalo inquired yeah. when when he was on the trade block and. And now he's sitting out there as, as a free agent to be had by anybody. Is it simply the price tag and, yeah. and a game of chicken, a staring contest, if you will, be, think, with, with DeAndre Hopkins and the teams that might be interested? I think, I think there's a period of time where the really good, accomplished player who's been used to making a ton of money uh, has, a, has to realize and sort of has to sink in what the real market is. That's got to – you know, us following sports for years and years and years, we've seen this play out a hundred times, but for the player themselves, it's the first time, right? He, he had a $19 million salary till last week. So it's, it's probably, you know, when people are talking to you and offering you a sliver of that or less than half of that, you probably don't jump at it. That's why I think there would be a period of time, you would think, until he realizes what the actual market is and maybe he can get something with some incentives. Uh, maybe he can find a situation where he feels like he can win and be with a good quarterback and and come back come back a year from now and really you know get more money. Mike Sandell with us. Mike, looking back now that we have more context after Aaron Rodgers spoke with uh, the Athletic, is there anything different Green Bay could have or should have done with him going back a couple of years ago? He seems pretty difficult, you know, to please. I think it, there's probably some things they could have done in terms of you know, the communication and the relationship. I do think that Green Bay is a unique organization and in the absence of an actual owner, um, it can be probably a little bit different to more difficult to connect with your quarterback when you really need to. I think some of these top, top quarterbacks have a pipeline or an understanding with the owner of the team that maybe could be helpful during some of those difficult times. Maybe you could get some assurances from an owner. I think in Green Bay, they changed their structure a few years ago, and now the coach and the GM report directly to uh, Mark Murphy, the president of the team. I think it's kind of muddied the waters. So that's probably one thing that's been a little bit complicating as they tried to navigate a relationship with the quarterback that was known as a complicated fellow, according to their their former GM. So that, that could be one thing that just maybe played out the way it did in part because of how they're structured. Do you think, because he seems to be one of the things he was disgruntled with or not is not having enough input, not being heard enough in Green Bay, do you think he maybe went to a situation where he's being heard a little too much when, when you see Probably. all the former teammates that are joining him with the Jets? Probably. You know, I, I think that's a – 
the, the top quarterbacks have always been, you know, the most important guy, but now they're making $50 million a year. And so they really are have an outside outsized position within their teams. And I think it is a little bit of a difficult thing to manage. It'll be fine probably this first year. Uh, but when difficult decisions have to be made, I think the art of it really as a GM would be to respectfully uh, listen and then communicate why you may be doing something differently. You can't just go along mm-hmm. with what the quarterback wants all the time. That's not how good teams are run. But I think if you're upfront and explaining and being respectful, you have a chance to manage it. Mike, fantastic stuff. Have a great weekend, my friend. Let's do this again soon. Thank you. All right, there goes Mike Sando from The Athletic. He was on the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. The no-owner thing with Green Bay absolutely makes it more difficult because you don't have the one person that walks into the room and says, no, this is what we're doing. That like, this is, this is how we're going to handle it. And so, See, for a long time, I thought that worked in their advantage. And then Mark Murphy, their president, he is trying to – sort of have that kind of structure where he's the guy. And honestly, Nick, I feel like that's where things started to go wrong for them. But I don't know. It's it's a unique situation for sure. What are we willing to go on the record with this week? Find out next. Oh. Some things just need to be recorded. And we aren't talking about on TikTok. We're talking about predictions and guarantees. It's on the record. But off the record, I can't stand those all right, let's check the records. What, what do we got for uh, batting averages and such, Simone? I got you. Let me scroll up to the top here. We have Rami leading off with 236 right now. Mm. Bumped we up have, a little bit there, yeah, Rami, since last week. I know, say, a couple I know points you did. Up. Yes, absolutely. Go. Good right. work. Baby steps. Uh, uh, 223 for Nick coming in. Hmm. We have Jay sitting at a 317. And Simone, yeah. even 400. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, sample size. That's a big drop, though, wasn't it, Simone? Which yeah, can she happen. Was a, she was in the mid 400s last <laughs> yeah. time. I missed it with cousin Greg. I didn't quite hit that one. One or two hits or misses, and you can drop 50 right. points. Back, back down to earth. All right, let's start with this week. We all fail, but Rami. I will begin. That's how I like it. And I want to begin with the NBA Finals. All right. Jamal Murray is going to score at least 35 points on Sunday. Oh. He will have 35 or more on Sunday against the Miami Heat. Hmm. Now, to gauge single, double, triple home run, how big a swing that is, I got to go back and look. When was the last time Jamal Murray scored 35 points? He did it a couple like, times. How often does that happen? did it a couple times in the Lakers series. But before then, he didn't do it in, in the uh, Sun series, I don't believe. I'll say a triple. 35 points. That's a good defensive team in Miami. Mm. I'm going to say a triple. JJ, Simone, anybody want to back We're me up on a triple? We're back here. We're saying a double. Really? Yeah. Well, if you both say a double, then a double it is. They can't hold Jamal. Jamal should go for 35. That's trash. <laughs> yeah, okay. Miami Heat's defense, come on. All right. Come on. You don't get to argue with the results. It's a double. <sighs> on Sunday? Yeah. That's how that, that works. That altitude. Ah. Uh, my turn? Yes, Certainly please. isn't mine. I will go with, uh, I have an A's prediction. I have a baseball prediction. Look at you. The Oakland A's mm-hmm. will break. The 1899 Cleveland Spiders single-season record for most losses of 134. I think they'll finish at best 28 and 134. They are 12 and 46 Yes, they are. They're only going to win 16 more games. 
in their remaining, I don't know, 90-something games that they have left. Uh, upsetting. I will say... That's a home run for me. Even though I said that on a, uh, excuse me, overreaction Monday, I said they wouldn't break it too. So. <laughs> I, would, I would go with a triple. I'm going really? home run. Yeah, you'll Simone, go. triple or a home run? No, I don't want to. You're the decider. You're the decider. You get to not decide. I, just because of the span and how historic that would be, I'll give you the home run. Thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead. Um, I am going to go with a, a daring play here. I'm going to say Jimmy is going to bounce back. He's going to rack up a 40-point game at some point in the series. At some point in the series, yeah. Jimmy Butler. I thought she was going with a specific game, at which point I, 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 thought I was about ready that. to say home run. Uh, she's taken six games. Three still, of those are going to be in Miami. I'll still give a home run for that. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's still He's still got to get up there. Going What's triple. your reasoning? I'm willing to hear you out. Because you said earlier he looks gassed. He does look gassed. Nick, what's your reasoning? He's only scored more than 30 points once in the last 10 games. Hmm. He'd have to turn on the Jets. Yeah, that's probably a home run. I'll go with you. I'll say that's a home run. Yes, Simone, just remember this, okay? Because you're always you're you're always dragging my takes. On, on the record. You're always lowballing me, and I just talked Rami into giving you a home run. So. I will take that into. I can be swayed. I can right, be JJ, swayed. What you got? Yeah, I'm going California Classic here. I'm going to say, and Ooh. I've said this, that Victor Wembanyama's not going to play, but I'm going to also say that one of the top two in the draft will play here at California Classic. I've said Wimbanyama's not going to play. So Scoot or Miller? Yep. Who's ever drafted at number two, they'll play here in Sacramento. Hmm. So I'm, I'm taking a two chance. I'm saying Wimbanyama may play in whoever's drafted. I'll go two. double on that. I was gonna, Based on what Jay told me, I feel like that's not all that likely, but then again, I don't really know. Like, I don't have the, the history of the California Classic in front of me to see how often top prospects play. So I'll settle on a double with you. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the A's here. Okay. SB 509, the bill they're trying to pass with the 380 million dollar funding. Mm-hmm. That will not pass for the A's in Vegas. I said that last week. You weren't here. Um, yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll on I'll, June 25th. I'll, so I'll go you want to double down else. on it? Yep. Oh, I'll okay. go with something else. You then. can parlay it with something else if you want. Uh. Like, DeAndre Hopkins. Back in o- you could parlay with, like, they'll end up back in Oakland or something along those lines. DeAndre Hopkins will end up returning to the Houston Texans. Really? Ooh. Now, I'm hedging my bets because yeah. months ago I said Hopkins to the Patriots. To the yeah. Patriots, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's on there, okay. right? Yep. Yes, it is. And, so. and Simone has Hopkins to the Beals on hers, right? right? So I got Hopkins going back to Houston. All right. That's a home run, man. That's a home run. Reuniting, knowing our luck, he's going over to the Chiefs. Yeah, that would be a home run. I could see. Speaking of home runs, hold on. What what just happened? Oh yeah. Oh, as he says, uh, softball player from Washington. Washington. There we go. Oh no, it's a highlight. Oh, that's not as special. Um, All right, back around to me. I said this to Jay during a commercial break last week, earlier this week. I don't know, and I take no joy in making this prediction, but this is about winning. Uh, have you heard about Charles Barkley and Gail King's new show on CNN? All I've heard is that they're going to be doing a show. Yes, they're going, and it's going to be called King Charles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, what, see what they did there. Uh, and uh, we know the discussions that people, the topics people get into on CNN and other news networks. They're things that uh, 
people can be sensitive about, touchy about. Charles Barkley will say something on his new CNN show that will, at the very least, earn him a substantial suspension, if not get him fired. Oh. I know. I don't like it. I don't like saying it, but I think it's going to happen. I'll give it a double just because Barkley (laughs) says a lot. (laughs) Exactly. He has no filter. He has. I was like borderline <laughs> single on that, but he has no filter. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't care if he offends anybody. He's just going to say what he's going to say, and they're going to touch on some subjects there that people aren't used to hearing from Charles Barkley on, and he's going to upset somebody. I'll go. He's going to get himself I'll, in some trouble. I'll follow you, Nick. I'm doing a double with okay. you. Okay. I got to squeeze one more in for each okay. of you. Okay. Okay. you got some tomorrow? Manchester City, Manchester United. I get that game. Going to PKs. I have no idea. Penalty kick. <laughs> I just know Man City's good. Yeah, They've been better Man than they U- had been. Man, Man United is not good. Yeah, they've like kind of flipped the script, right? Yes. Man yeah. City wasn't good. Now they're good. Yep. Man United used to be good. Now they're not good. Correct. I'll take all you got your it. word for it. Sound like you've been watching soccer there, Nick? The Premier League. Just listen to Hello. Hello. every Hello, once in a while. A- I- I'm going to single. A single. City's gonna kill them. You guys. Penalty, but she said it'll go she to said penalty, penalty kicks. kicks. Yeah, so she's can, saying they can smoke them. It'll be tied after what extra time? After ninety plus minutes. Um, yeah, a, a double? I don't know. I honestly don't. Know I'm gonna go. Tri- I'm gonna go triple because double. if it goes to penalty that kicks, that double. means it's a tight game. Right, Verlot. If you're listening, text me in the next four <laughs> seconds and tell me if what this is. One one thousand two one thousand. <laughs> what you got, JJ? Uh, yeah, I'm going John Morant. It's kind of been kicked around half season, twenty five games, twenty. I, I, from the initial point of it, I said that he would get at least 41 games. 41 half a season is not a round number, so I have to go somewhere. So I'm going up. I'm saying he's going to have 45 games suspension um, once the uh, the league comes down with the hammer. So at least half the season, 45 games. Damn. I'm going to give that. <sighs> that feels like a double to me, too. That's where I was leaning. Because I just feel like... Uh... After what Silver said yesterday, yeah. I'd be surprised if it's not a significant suspension. Yeah, it's at least half a season. And Jay, you said 45? 45. Mm-hmm. I'll um, go triple. I'll go because that's just over what I'm setting as the over under. Simone, it's up to you. God damn. And I said he was going to get 50. She thinks 50. Mm, so I'm going to give you a double. All right. Double it is. So there right. you go. On the record for this week. Creeping up. I want to get to at least uh, Take that 250, title. 260 here in the next few weeks. I, I gotta, you will. Nick, you just missed a few, and then there's a few that you still have on the paper. You know, gotta, going Not going down is still mean you're in the batting order. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still. You're still. A, you're I'm still, still getting bench. I'm still getting starts. You're not yes. riding pine. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rami just mentioned Charles Barkley. Coming up, is it time for all of us men to follow? FaceTime's apparently a big deal. I have a Samsung. I'm not a FaceTime guy, so. But it's a. Uh, you don't do video calls of any kind? Because you could use like a, a WhatsApp or a Messenger to make video calls. It doesn't have to be on, on the FaceTime. More on that later. Okay. But I, I will just say that I do not uh, FaceTime. I just, okay. I'm incapable of doing that. I do not have one of those fancy iPhones. All right. You so. should uh, get with the times is all I'm going <laughs> to say. It's not like an Android is a flip phone. Uh, not using a razor. Is it much better? I don't like you. <laughs> antique. It's antique. Far, 
far from, Nick. I'm with you. I had been gone for two weeks. I thought it might take me a week or so before I started to not like you again. It took me two and a half days. I'm just saying. I hate you. I get that green bubble. Mm. It's like it's like I, I ate something bad. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm so with you again, Rami. It's like, God, and you can't even see. It's so satisfying has- to text with an iPhone person. The little dots come up and you know that they're texting back. Right, yeah. Ugh, oh, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, man. Ugh, yeah. Poverty. We've, we've never okay, poverty. Well, <laughs> okay, sorry. We've never we've never had this conversation. I'm not a staunch <laughs> Samsung Galaxy Android versus Apple guy, but I have both and I'm I'm more of a fan of the Android. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. It does more than Apple for me. Hmm. Stick down your pipe and yeah. smoke it, Rami. Right. But but you this is the thing, Nick. And you you can attest to this. Most people who are Apple, they're all about the argument. They want to argue. Yeah, they, they're yeah. all about oh my god, poverty. Just as we heard Simone yeah. say, or uh, it makes me taste bad. Whereas got you know Android people like oh, whatever, I can yeah. do everything you can do, and I'm no. I'm not paying. Uh, they're flexing. Oh my god, uh, look what the camera can do. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the Android has the best camera right now. I don't. I don't not know. when you try and put it, it up on the mm, internet. I don't know why it comes true. out so pixelated. That's then I have uh, I have picked up on something here, which is what as this show has evolved, lines have been drawn. <laughs> Yeah. And it's clear, it's clearly JJ and I on one side and you and Simone on the other. Totally. You Apple users. Yeah. And this is just the latest example of that. This is just more evidence. Uh-huh. Uh, I got love for everybody. Same. So, so I love all of you. I, I can't stand I you. Hate your green Simone's bubble. okay, but she's on my last nerve. Yep. I'm all good with I JJ. Made um, so, again, I'm a Samsung guy. I don't know the whole FaceTime thing, but Charles Barkley was talking last night about dudes FaceTiming, and here's what he had to say. FaceTime, man. You know dudes don't FaceTime each other. That's inappropriate. <laughs> really? Dudes don't FaceTime each That's other, right? man. Dudes don't FaceTime each other. All right, Chuck. Okay, I'm just telling you. All right, so, Rami, is that true? No. Why can't dudes FaceTime each other? What's wrong with a couple of dudes FaceTiming each other? I got friends I FaceTime Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I'm okay with any form of communication. Like when it comes to my friends, if text, you want to text, cool. You want to give me a call. If I'm free, all right. You want to FaceTime, fine. Yeah, why can't I FaceTime? What is it? Is 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 is, is it not manly? Is it is toxic it, masculinity? Is it feminine to FaceTime one of your bros? <laughs> I just thought that Simone we, in the back just is killing me with her comment. Toxic masculinity after the pandemic, and that you know when we had to distance ourselves and we were all communicating virtually, and I really thought we broke down that barrier, yeah. but apparently not. No, Simone, you're right, and I, you know, Thank I, you. I grew up in 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 a in a culture. My my parents came from the middle where men didn't like show affection or 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 say say I love you to each other. So I was I was very much like I was very much in a shell when it comes to that, and I'm I'm done with it, man. I'm done with it. I the other day I dropped my buddy off at the airport and he was about to get out of the car and he was he was gonna give me just like a handshake or a hand slap you know like a a bro handshake. You gave him the hug. I was like I gave him the line from Tommy Boy. I was like brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Get out of this car. Meet me on the other side. Gave him a big old hug. Told him I love him. Safe travels. Be on your way. Why can't we? 
Why can't we have close relationships different. with our friends and our boys? <laughs> What's different, different about I don't it? understand. All of it falls under the same. I'm tired of people telling me what I can and can't do as a dude. And you're going to pull my car. You know what I mean? Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we need to call a timeout on you for that. <laughs> for what? You're the guy who always tells people what to do. <laughs> and now <laughs> you're like, you're not going to tell me what to do. No, just, just what's right and wrong and what, what annoys me. I'm not going to tell anybody you're not a man because you fill in the blank. I mean, I'll order, a, I'll order a fruity drink with a flower in it. I don't care. Pull my man card. I don't care. And I'm going to hug my bros, and I'm going to tell them I love them. And if they want to, I'm going to FaceTime them, too. Enough with, as Simone put it, all this toxic masculinity. Here, FaceTime your boys. Mm, mm. Here's what I'll say. Not that I'm against FaceTiming uh-huh. or video calls. I just don't feel the need to do it. Like, I, I don't – like, if it's just a regular phone call, I, I don't need to call and, like – have a conversation over video. I do think there are instances that video calls make a lot of sense. A fancy football draft party. Uh huh. There you go. I was on a video call with my buddies back in Virginia. We were all hanging out kind of together so I could see the draft board. I'm talking to different people. They're coming into conversations. Hey, what's up? That to me makes sense. Sporting events. If you call your buddy after a big win and the place is going crazy and you want to show your buddy like this is the atmosphere. This is, this is bananas. Announcements. If you're having a baby, right? And if you're having a baby and you have, like, the gender reveal party that your friend can't get to. And now, those are asking, annoying. <laughs> and you're asking someone if they would like to test the breast milk. No. No. We're not going back to that, Simone. We, I, I feel like we covered that thoroughly earlier in the week. I don't think we need anything else as far as that goes. Uh one of my friends but, just but like, he, he just he FaceTimes me just to talk just to just to chat just like you would with a phone call. Again, I'm not saying that it's weird to do that. It's just for me like kind of simple daily phone calls. I never once I was like, mm, why is this dude FaceTiming me? That's weird. Dudes I, don't FaceTime dudes. I'm usually doing stuff on the phone. Like when I'm on the phone, I'm usually doing stuff. I, I, I don't. My buddy doesn't need to see me like you know throwing out the trash or doing this. Do like it's just like what? Oh, it's authentic. And the conversation isn't authentic. Now you need video. It's like you're hanging out there with them. Yeah. While you're preparing dinner or whatever. Yep. You know? I'll, I'll put it right there and I'll be cooking. I'll be talking. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you, Nick. Thank you. I, this line, See, I guess, again, again is <laughs> sit. Yeah. Line is drawn. I'm not yeah. saying I prefer it or I insist on it. I'm Kinda just saying. It sounds like you are. I'm just yeah. saying I'm totally okay with it. You're that, pretty strong on this. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yelling about your man card and, and everything. Stop feels telling like you're dudes what, what dudes can do with other dudes. I well, couldn't care less. You, yeah. I couldn't care less, Rami. I couldn't care less if you called your buddies I was talking a, to Charles a video Barkley. call while you're on the pooper. Like, I was talking I to care. Charles Barkley and the like. I wasn't necessarily talking to you. Stop telling dudes what they can do with other with other dudes and still be dudes. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you know what's interesting is Rami never has his camera on in our morning meeting, though. It's true. That's because no one else does. The first time we, we did matter. it. doesn't matter. No, preaching. Kyle does. Yeah, yeah much, Kyle does. Yeah. The first time we did it via video, I was like, oh, we're doing this so we can see each other's faces. And then nobody's camera's on. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, guess. I also put on my camera and then no one else had it. So I was like, doesn't I doesn't matter. You don't have to be off. like us. Separate yeah. yourself. Remember no. this? Be a leader. Be an individual. Yeah, no no toxic masculinity. Come on now. Also, Keep it rocking. Also, I'm drinking in the morning. I don't want you guys to see. Toxic Ooh. femininity. <laughs> femininity. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm not. So, <laughs> just, in case, just in case our boss is listening. Has to clear up that. Uh, for comedic effect. Has to clear up that yes. quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't uh... Just call me. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> the, so now. I... The only people that really FaceTime me is the wife and the daughter for the most part. And then 
same thing like mom or, you know, aunt, grandmothers in Texas that I'm with you, Nick. There are certain instances where it makes sense. But just for you to call me and say, hey, what's going on, big time? You want to come over, have a drink? I don't need you to. I don't need yeah. to go eye to eye. <laughs> I don't. I'll see if you soon. If your boy was calling you right now, you wouldn't pick up. You'd be like, that's weird. I'm not going to pick up because this is a FaceTime. Well, the great part about it is, is I think the precedent's already been set. You know, most people probably understand, like, don't FaceTime. And there's really no Yeah, like, if that. I started, like, randomly calling my friends video calling all the time, <laughs> they'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? I have no. I have one. one I got friend. one buddy who doesn't even want to talk for long. He's like one of my best friends, Ryan. He's like, look, man, anything past like ten minutes, I start losing yeah, patience. That is, I'm, I'm kind of there love with him. <laughs> That's uh, it. I my only friend who FaceTimes on any sort of regular basis. He lives in Chicago. We only see each other every few months, maybe a few times a year. So they're like they're lengthy catch up conversations, 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Was this your boy who was here for the Lizzo? No, concert? no, diff, different, oh, different friend. Okay. No, that's an instance though, Rami. That's I yeah. think that's what we're saying. It's yeah, but just on a normal like, if you pick up the phone and hit me, I don't need you to Facetime. <laughs> like I'm gonna call you, Facetime you to be like, hey man, I'm having a get together like a couple weeks from now. Ah, that seems unnecessary, but yeah, eh, whatever. Exactly. Say, but he's that's saying, my point. No, but he's just saying dudes don't Facetime dudes in general. Rami, and I'm not I taking so issue with you guys you right now. I'm taking issue with Ooh, Charles Barkley. Well, this could be a generational thing too. Right? That's possible. I'm so yeah. tempted to Facetime Rami right, right now. now. Show me how technology works. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Cole G says, just text me. Pretty much. Text hey, is all in caps. Face to- hey. All right. We did the bit. We did the bit. (laughs) By the way, uh, dinner tonight, I need to use up chicken before it goes bad. Okay. So here's the list of things Kelly's throwing at me while she's bored in Denver. All right. Uh, Chicken tacos, chicken fajitas, chicken salad. I had chicken salad the other night. That's out. Is any of that in your repertoire? Like to make fajitas? No, I think back. she's making oh, it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I will help her. Gotcha. I will help like her. A, this will be a... Yeah. I don't want you mad at me. We don't, like want, we don't want any toxic masculinity, <laughs> exactly. right? God forbid. Everyone, oh, my gosh. Everyone can live in the kitchen. <laughs> Literally, I was like, women are different. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you let me finish that sentence? You let me finish that sentence. Uh, what were they again? Tacos, my, fajitas. I think Simone was. My eyes are rolling so far to the back of my head right now. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna lose it. <laughs> uh, barbecue chicken pizza. Ooh. Oh, I would go either fajitas or barbecue chicken pizza. Margarita pizza with chicken. Mm. Sweet and sour chicken with rice. YouTube is. That's me right there. Chiming in as well. We got some votes for tacos and for quesadillas. I Teriyaki don't think that made chicken. It. That's me right there too. Teriyaki. Yeah, teriyaki is good. I'm still thinking tacos or barbecue chicken pizza. I'm I mean, le- fajitas or barbecue chicken I'm pizza. leaning towards the barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah, that, I think Well, that's you're going to have Papa John's here. So. So, now I'm hungry. Oh, now, sure. this is where me and you don't fall on the same line. Chicken doesn't belong on pizza. Yeah, we don't fall on the same it line. It only belongs on a barbecue chicken pizza. No. That's the only place. No way. And honestly, that kind of goes against... Against my well, I upset everybody with my pineapple take, right? Yeah, that doesn't. That has no place on pizza. Fruit doesn't belong. Nope. Pizza. Now look at us crossing lines. <laughs> I'm with you with the pineapple. It definitely right, has no, a place not, on no, pizza. Now I don't want pineapple on pizza. <laughs> oh, Nick, you're so rude. I'm leaving. <laughs> By the way, if you're wondering, uh, Willie Bowen, trout fish fillets. 
tonight. Oh, okay. He weighed in. Trout, seafood. trout, fish fillets. Nice. For our guy, Willie. Dipping sauce, Willie? Let us know. YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports. Cole G, teriyaki is good if it's been marinated overnight. Same day pass. It's Friday. We're not that deep in the, the meal. Come on. <laughs> Friday's like your, your easy meal. I'm glad Simone and I agreed on something. Yeah, yeah. me too. There you go. And then you disrespected See? me. You found common ground. <laughs> Look at you guys. See, you're male toxicity. <laughs> you toxic <laughs> caveman. <laughs> FaceTime your boys. Tell them you love them. Yep, do it. That's different. All of you. I tell my partners, man, love you all the time. All the time. Doesn't mean I need to FaceTime them. I don't need to see their <laughs> facial features, their expressions. <laughs> you don't want to see how it moves them when you say, I love you? You don't want to see the expression I'll in their the eyes? I'll take the tone. I'll take the tone. The twinkle in their eyes? <laughs> Kelly just realized uh, she left her two favorite pairs of shorts at her aunt's house. Oh, no. This is going to be bad. You can ship those. I think her. I think her aunt is leaving. Oh, to go north. oh no! Mm. Oh boy, it's about to be summertime too. It's traumatic. Somebody's going shorts shopping. All right, could the uh, could the Forty ers defense be even better this season than it was last? It's coming up next. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports.